Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In our first episode this season, we're talking to Husmile. She's a pop musician and a slice of life comic artist. I love her stuff and you will too, for sure. Welcome to the show, Eunice. Hi, hello. Thank you guys for having me. It's so fun to be here. I love scary things. <laughs> I know, which is exactly why, well, I mean, for, for our listeners on this show, we, a couple of days, last week, was it last week? Yes, I think it was last week. Yeah, days are a blur these days. Um, so last week we had Eunice on Dead Air and then she mentioned um, that she had a couple of like ghost stories and creepy things after like happened to her. After which I furiously typed into the group chat. Somebody like squeeze it in there that she should come into Groom. <laughs> come on to Groomcast. <laughs> She's like, she should come on to Groomcast. This is so great. Um, and so you guys should also check out that episode of Dead Air, which should be out or already out. Yeah, it should. I don't know when this is coming out and when that one is coming out, but it should be out. It, it was a great episode. Um, Chris gets schooled. It was fun. <laughs> sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, no, it was this. great. I'm so sorry. It was great. It was a moment for all of us. We're like, what is this phenomenon? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, straight into the matter at hand. What started your interest in stuff like this? Because I know you said you had a couple of ghost stories, but like, have you always been interested in stuff like this? Are you interested in like, all things spooky and weird and ghost-like? Okay. I think um, it started with like how I grew up as a person. Okay. Uh, As a Filipino, Mm -hmm. growing up with uh, Filipino relatives, uh, it's really normal for us to have um, a lolo or a lola who is a bit more superstitious than the others. Um, Things like, oh, uh, don't sweep the floor at night because right. superstition A or like oh, don't <laughs> sew anything at night because you'll lose your eyesight. Uh-huh. Which doesn't make sense, but also makes sense because, you know, if it's nighttime and it's dark and you're sewing, then you might poke your eye out. Mm. Real mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it might be just like a metaphor. But yeah, um, I have um, very fascinating relatives who have <laughs> very, uh, they always have a good ghost story during parties. So for some nice. reason, the inuman <laughs> always ends up into takotan. So mm-hmm. it starts out with the alcohol and they start mm-hmm. talking about school and their joas. <laughs> and then it starts talking about aswangs and ghosts. Right. And like as a kid, I was absorbing all of that with so much fascination yeah. that it kind of… Uh, the, the topic of ghosts and stories like this is really a… a I would say a very home-based topic for me. It's something comforting. Yeah. Because to me, it feels like family. It feels familiar. Yeah. That's so nice. I think that's the nicest um, origin story we've had so far. Oh, Yeah, because like some people are like, yeah, when I was like three, this mumu went through the wall and started like, you know, those are like the types of backstories that we've had. And this is like, it feels like home. This is really nice. (laughs) Okay, fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. So this is like, you know, it's it's one of those like fun 
things that you do as a child, like when you were a kid with your relatives, like just like kind of telling stories around the campfire type thing, you know, like it's comforting in that way. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. No, I get it. I get it. When I was like a kid, um, whenever it would be like the topic of ghost stories would come up, it's it's like you settle into your seat and you're like, I'm ready. Tell me the story. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It like, instead of like shooing the kids away, Mm. it's more like, children gather around. We will scare you. And, know. you know, nothing builds camaraderie between you and your cousins <laughs> than fear. <laughs> That's true. And then eventually, like at the end, nearing the end of that evening when things are super dark, you're like, can you come with me to the bathroom? <laughs> can you stand outside the door? I have to pee. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, tangent. But I mean, one of the uh, one of the sleepovers that I think I think it was grade school, group of friends. And we had gone to a friend's house and it was a particularly old house. Like there Ooh. are bullet wounds, uh, no bullet holes in the walls from the war type old. Wow. Yeah. And it's like one of those houses that it's like all dark wood and like tall ceilings and <laughs> like fancy, um, fancy, but also incredibly creepy. And we had like mm-hmm. just watched 13 ghosts or something. <laughs> and, and we were all like scaring each other. And then it get it got to a point where I was like, you really need to go to the bathroom. But also the inside of the bathroom is super scary. So um, I talked to my friend and I was like, hey, can you just come with me to the bathroom? But you can just like stand by the sink and look the other <laughs> way. Because I feel like, I don't know, like if I go into the bathroom, even inside the bathroom alone, I'll sit down and like, I, I don't know, stuff will come through the walls or like suddenly poke out of the, of the shower. I don't know, man. It was a very like overactive kid imagination <laughs> I mean yeah and then like while you're doing your thing you have to talk to them through the door like are you okay are you still there yeah just because it's scary <laughs> it's super scary you're like anyway yeah bathrooms mm. and moo moo not a good mix not a good mix um so that said do you believe in ghosts yes okay oh. why oh. why <laughs> um I think I've had too many things happen for me to be in denial at this point. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. once or twice in a dream, it's like, oh yeah, it's probably, you know, sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. But like at this point in this age, I don't think I have, I don't think I'm allowed to deny it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It gets to a point where you're like, if you deny it, like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Okay. mm. Mm. So, you you mentioned that you've had a lot of things happen to you, but like, what was the first time or the first thing that you remember something creepy happening to you? Like something you couldn't really like explain away. Ah, uh, okay. I think uh, I told the story also in Dead Air. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people who are listening here, you'll hear this also in Dead Air <laughs> if you want. Uh, but as a kid, I, I remember the first time that I was actually exposed to something I couldn't completely understand. It was so undeniably real okay. that I just had to process it the way that I did. So I remember as a kid, I, I, I fell asleep at my grandmother's couch. And because I was a kid, I had to pick her up and put her in a bed pass. So my parents picked me up and then placed me in my grandmother's like bedroom and then mm-hmm. left me alone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, her bedroom is a very small, dark room. It's dark because there's no windows. Mm. Uh, and I guess they just decided, okay, we'll leave her here. She's mm. sleeping. Right. And then um, 
at some point I woke up and I knew it was the afternoon because it hadn't been that long yet. And then when I was just waking up from the room, I hear someone go, Mm -hmm. and as a kid, I didn't process that as something scary. I was Mm. a very polite kid. So the Mm. moment I heard, uh, my immediate reaction is actually, Mm. and then a second time it went, Right. And that's when I started fully waking up and processing where is that coming from? Who mm. is calling me? Who, which adult am I supposed to answer to? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when I realized I was in a dark room with no windows, <laughs> Good job. with nobody else there, Great. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then it actually started taunting me after I processed things by just going, longer. What a dick. And I know. <laughs> and at that point, I started counting how many steps it would take from the bed to the door uh-huh. to get out of there. Uh-huh. And then I did. I just bolted. Uh-huh. And then when I got out of there, um, I was met with like the family just uh-huh. in the living room area. Uh-huh. And it it was like three, four in the afternoon. So uh-huh. the sun was still out. Yeah. And then I was crying. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, may, may, may in the of the mm-hmm. And, and the, the adults of the family were like, ah, kapitbahay lang yun. But there were no windows. <laughs> no. Um, so that was, a, like, that was a very clear point in my childhood wherein I was processing things normally. Like mm-hmm. I didn't immediately think, oh, ghost. Right. But then, it placed me in a position where I couldn't say, this is not a ghost, right? So what I think from, well, I wonder who that was. Uh-huh. What what person would that be? Uh, but like at that point, um, it just made me be more aware of things, I mm-hmm. suppose. That sometimes things happen to you and you don't really process them mm. like a normal event and you just have to roll with things. Right. So right. yeah, I think that was like the clearest earliest point of my childhood wherein I was exposed to something supernatural. What? How old were you again? Huh. I would say maybe like nine. Nine. Ten. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, pretty like conscious as a child. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Any chance there could have been any animals in the room that would hiss? I don't know what animals would hiss. Maybe a snake? Uh, a snake? <laughs> it's know. not... Maybe if we lived in the province, but my grandmother lives in the gig. So right. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's snakes in the area. Um hmm. however, I do know that like the house itself is surrounded by um obviously other houses. Hmm. So it's not far fetched if it was like a person and I could just hear them from the next door over. But like, like through the wall jungle. in a windowless room. I don't know. Yeah. Man. I don't know. And how it responded to me. Waking up mm. and then waiting mm. for like a reaction from me. That, that's creepy. I don't think anyone would waste their time on a nine-year-old kid. Yeah. I, I, I wonder what that was. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was like the first time when maybe like nine and this is like grade school, right? Yeah. Yeah. After that, do you remember like did, did things just start like how, how did things like progress? Did things just did weird stuff just start happening in like rapid progression or like did it take a while until the next creepy thing or something? Mm. Actually, I have earlier memories of creepy things, mm-hmm. but because they were so early, 
I don't want to like count them as my first because like the age would be too young. Mm. But what but, do you remember though? Uh, I remember trips to the Albulario. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, uh, like, okay. So he- here is the story. Okay. So I was, I was a wee child. Maybe wee like four lamb. or three. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, maybe like, because I, I can't really tell my age because I'm panganay. So mm. I always have like little siblings and little cousins that I take care of. Mm. So the maturity level is always like there. there's always a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a point in time where I remember waking up and the people in the house are panicking. They were what? like, oh, eh. they, like they were shouting. The, mm. um, the people who cook, the people who clean, the drivers were shouting. And then I woke up. And I heard that they were calling for my mom's name. So as a kid, I freaked out. I was like, oh, is my mom missing? Mm. But then she was right beside me. She also just woke up. Mm. And everybody was panicking. And they were like, ate, ate. Si ano, si ano. And then as a kid, we were all ushered into the playroom. Mm. So my my cousins and I lived in one big house. Mm. And we had like one room that all the kids would like mm. come into play in. So that's where we were all ushered in with like… um. Two caretakers. My cousins had yayas. Mm. Mm. And then I remember my little cousins were shorter. Not smaller, but like shorter than I. So they were just playing and then they didn't understand why we were being ushered into the room together. Mm-hmm. But we were happy mm-hmm. that, oh, hey, we get to play together. This is rare. We're rarely <laughs> together all the time. Uh-huh. And then I remember um, the two caretakers that were adults that were with us were whispering by the windows and then Mm. they were staring at something. Mm. And being the Mm -hmm. kid who could reach the windows, (laughs) (laughs) I did the mistake of looking out. Okay. And outside, I saw in our basketball court, we had a little, not really basketball court, but that's where we like, they park the cars. Right. But um the basketball court didn't have cars this time. Um, I peered out. And then on the floor of that basketball court um, were all of the adults. Okay. And they were standing in a circle. Uh-huh. And in the middle of the, of the circle was our laundry person. Okay. And she was on the floor, face down. Blood was on the floor. Oh my God. I know. And she was shaking. Now, as a kid, the moment I saw the blood and the scene… I freaked out and then I looked away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, what are you doing? Mm. Um, but then now that I'm a bit older, I know that she was probably having a seizure. Right. You know? was, like, well, yeah. I was going to ask, like, exactly. was she seizing? Maybe she hit yeah. her head? I don't exactly. Know. And that's why there's blood because she probably fell, mm. hit her head. And mm. then um, that's like the earliest, earliest memory that I remember. And it, I still remember what that scene looked like to this day. Oh my gosh. But… My mother never told me the details until I was a bit older. Maybe like 12 or 13. Okay. Um, like she mentioned, Hey, do, do you remember si ate ganyan? Yung labandera natin dati? Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you remember when she had an episode? And I was like, what, what episode? She was like, you know, when we ushered the kids. I don't know. You might be too young for this uh, or too young to remember this. And I was like, no, no, no. I remember being ushered and I remember seeing her like, Shaking. What was that about? Mm. And then she explained it to me. She said, um, so they all woke up. People were freaking out because… Was it nighttime, the- by the way? No, it was daytime. Okay. So it was like nap time or something. 
No, it was like morning. It was like 10 in the morning. People were freaking out because they woke up and then they saw Ate on the floor like in blood shaking and they didn't know what to do. So all of the adults came out. They didn't know if it was okay to like pick her up Mm -hmm. or to touch her to take her to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the adults of the family did manage to like take her inside a tricycle and then we managed to like take her to the closest hospital in the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, The hospital, my mother came with her because obviously, uh, you know, she's under our employment. So my mother came with her. Uh, They went to the hospital. The doctor patched her head because Mm -hmm. she hit it on something. That's what she was bleeding. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor chalked it up as a seizure. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor just said, oh, okay, um, next time it happens again, uh, put a spoon in her mouth so that she doesn't mm. bite her tongue off. The, the usual SOP. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. Is she better now? And she was like, oh, there's more to that story though. Oh and I was gosh. like, oh, do tell. <laughs> okay. So apparently, um, when they got home, um, mm-hmm. and then my mother asked her, ano meron? Ano nangyari? Bakit? But ka namin nakita? She said, she was doing the laundry at night because she liked to do the laundry at night because you know it's quieter well it's not so water yeah. uh, it's not so hot um and then she said she was doing the laundry at night uh, at the back back of our house in the back mm-hmm. of our house is, there's this really big tree that's still there it's mm-hmm. definitely haunted mm-hmm. but doing the laundry and then she blacked out oh my god yeah and then she asked if she could go home um which would which was kind of surprising to the family because we just hired her. Okay. So, you know, for her to go home immediately, mm-hmm. it, like to her, it was nakakaya because, oh, kaka, kakarating ko lang dito, tapos uh-uh. papasweldohin nila ako just to leave agad. It mm-hmm. hasn't been a while yet. Mm-hmm. But obviously, um, the adults of the house discussed now, yeah, I think it's better if we send her home. Let's give her the money so that she can commute mm-hmm. home na lang then. And then, yeah, she, she managed to get home. So my mom brought this up when I was a bit older because she got a letter from Ate mm. um, years after. And then it kind of explained what happened. She said, parang, um, and in the letter, she was thanking my mom. She was like, thank you po Ate na pinauwi niyo po ako. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was saying that the wholeness of the story was that when she passed out and she hit her head, she had a dream mm-hmm. that the lady of the tree told her, Uy, Umuwi ka na. Mm. Kawawa naman yung mga anak mo. Hmm? Okay. And when she did go home, she found out that her husband was abusing her kids. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you, helpful <laughs> lady of the tree. <laughs> She's still there. She uh, That tree has never been cut because anytime somebody tried, mm. um, someone would get sick. Or the person that we hired to have it cut mm. would have a hard time getting to the house. Mm. And tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, people just like just gave like, up. At, yeah, this, getting this it removed. Not it's get still cut. there. Good yeah. for you. Good for you, helpful lady of the tree. I guess that's what mm. we're calling her now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh. It's so it's so interesting that you have this like super early memory of this and then it turned out to be like way more than what it was. Yeah. Huh, huh, huh. Okay, well <laughs> I hope I hope that Manang is doing well right now and that her kids are thriving and that guy mm-hmm. is very, very far away from them. <laughs> 
Getting his desserts. Yeah. Getting his so. desserts from helpful lady of the tree. Mm-hmm. I like to start the story with actually the tree um, oh. not being cut. Like people are scared of the tree. Like, oh my God, there's something wrong with the tree. But then I always segue to how um, Ate was told by the tree to like go home and it ended up helping her in the long run. People are like, oh, this story took a weird turn. Now mm-hmm. I feel bad. A weird yet like it, it, it's a lovely, like very neat, lovely end to it. Like it's a happy ending, sort of. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not happy that Atta hit her head and woke up in a pool of blood. <laughs> kind of a whole household being like, "What's this?" Though to be honest, though, I, I, there was a point there where I didn't know where this story was going, and I was like, I was just kind of waiting for you to say, "It turned out she was in a swamp." <laughs> no, I have a different Atta though who did turn. Out oh my god! <laughs> what a great segue! It turns out. So I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not sure if my parents just have a bad like choice of character <laughs> with people that they end up hiring, <laughs> or is it the house? Like is the house helping with like attracting them to the house? I don't know. I mean, but I did have yeah. I I did have a point. Wherein when I was a baby, my mom said she had suspicions with one of the yayas um, because she ended up walking into my room and I was asleep at the crib okay. and my yaya was just standing at the edge of the crib, just staring at me. And then my my mother um, checked up on her. She was like, Oi, you know, go on, uh-huh. and she said, I pinapanood ko lang po si Yunis ate, pinabantayan ko lang po. What? But it was like three in the morning. <laughs> what the? Are you serious? Are yeah. you serious? It's <laughs> so creepy. I'm so glad you were a baby. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you were like a teenager or like an adult and then you wake up and one of the atas are like, right? Huh. Well, oh my God. It kind of reminds me of a story that um, a person I work with told me. And this was like super recent, I think like a month. A month ago or, or two months ago. And mm. she messages me because she works in my team under me. Um, and she messages me saying, Hey, um, I might be a little bit like not on the ball today, um, because our maid is being weird. Uh-huh. And I was like, What do you mean? Or is your family okay? Like what so Ahanaman concerned? Like, is there something going on? Is there some like any way I can help? And they were like, no, but we're just really creeped out by her. So she's like, um, she's a new Kasambahai. And mm-hmm. there were there a couple, there have been a couple of times where like somebody goes down in the middle of the night to get a glass of water. And she's like, she she's a bit older, I guess. She's like an old lady and she has like long mm-hmm. white hair, you know, mm-hmm. the works. And a couple of times they'd go downstairs to get a glass of water and she's standing in the middle of a dark living room just standing there. And just like just facing a wall there. or something. And then they're like, yeah. I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, no, there have been a couple of times that we woke up and she's like that. We're like, okay, dude. Like, I think aside from the creepiness, like, I feel like this is a safety issue. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And so, and she keeps like, there's like some super weird behavior. So at one point, you're like, 
what if she's an asthma? He's just like, <laughs> I don't know, waiting to eat us in our beds as we sleep. I don't know. So eventually they got kind of too creeped out and like had asked her to like, we just kind of told her like, hey, it's kind of not working out. Uh, I see. I, I mean, if it happened at night, I would chalk it up to like, does she sleepwalk? Is that like a thing that she does? Because that's kind of what sleepwalkers do. They just kind of like stare into nothing, like talk to themselves. But if it happens like in the middle of the day, then yeah, okay, that's creepy. Well, no, it wasn't happening in the middle of the day. It was happening in the middle of the night. Like they would go downstairs mm. and it's pitch black. And she's mm. just like there either in the middle of the of the living room or like, you know, facing a wall. And I'm like, dude, that's like, that's like a recipe for a horror movie, man. <laughs> it's anyway. kind of, it, I guess it's like, it's extra creepy because it's a person that you invited into your home. Yeah. And, you know, you're giving them the trust that um, they're in your home and they're going to help keep it safe, keep it clean and keep like the kids and the pets also safe. So mm. it's like, a, it makes it extra creepy that it ends up being like a breach of trust sometimes. Well, no, no, man. But it's funny when you said it's a person you invited into your home. The first, no. thing, that, the first thing that popped into my head is like, oh, is this, this like, does this work the same way as vampires? And they're like no take backsies or something. No, <laughs> Okay, right. Um, so moving on. Um, so you had that really creepy experience of you as a tiny baby. Wow, this has been going on for a while, huh? Um, mm. Okay. Um, so I guess, do you remember anything else from your childhood or like, you know, early on that was particularly like, what was that? Like, what was going on over there? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. So, um, remember the tree in the back yes. of the house? The tree with the uh, lovely, tree, helpful lady. Yes, but also it's a scary tree. Because right. when the lady wants to be scary, she can be very scary. Okay. Um, so, at some point, I think my mother got involved with the tree. Because it's not just the lady that's in the tree. Apparently, there's also um, a duende there. Mm-hmm. And then there's something else there. Uh, I'm not sure what the other entity was. But... Mm-hmm. Um, as a baby, when I was growing up, apparently, uh, I like to be in my walker. You know, the thing where you yeah. leave your babies in. They just mm-hmm. jump around and walk around. Mm-hmm. And then I like to chase something. Okay. That nobody could see. But I'm happy and I'm chasing. And I'm. Uh, sometimes my parents would like walk into the house. And they would see me just going after something and giggling as if I was playing with somebody. Uh-huh. Um. And it wasn't really an issue growing up because um, I actually don't really remember that part of my childhood. But at some point, my mother had to get involved with an albulario mm-hmm. involving my brother. Why? Um, I don't know what the details with my brother. My brother's a completely different person from me where we look alike, but he's three <laughs> years younger and uh-huh. he's into bicycles and games mm-hmm. and I'm not. Cool. I love him, but also he's a different uh, creature. He's a different beam okay. to these things. Okay. I'm lucky I'm not him. Okay. Uh, so as a kid, my brother got involved into the tree. And then my mother went to an albolario to get something that'll help with my brother. Okay. And then I remember as a kid, um, I got into the car. I have no idea what's do- what's happening. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. My brother gets into the car with me. And then apparently we're going to go for a drive. And I'm happy because, oh, Fun I'm just, uh, oh, 
Gala. Are we going to Makdo? <laughs> and yes. But before we go to Makdo, we have a stop to go to, okay? And we're like, okay. And then um, I don't know places yet. So mm-hmm. I don't know how far or how close that was to Manila. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember we got out of the car. We walked a bit. Um, it was a barangay. Na. There were a lot of trees, but I still don't know if it's in the province because back then, uh, mm-hmm. even the city area still had a lot of trees. The bus. So yeah. Can't tell. I should probably ask my mom about this. But <laughs> And then we got ushered into a house. Um, it, it wasn't like a fancy building or anything. It was uh, mm-hmm. like gawasayero and then like mm. makeshift stairs of like cement blocks. Mm. And then I, I remember going up to this really small esquinita and then mm-hmm. there was a staircase pataas. Mm-hmm. And so as a kid, I'm just like, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Pero this is, a, this is new. Mm-hmm. And then I go up. Uh, I was following my mom. My brother was behind me. My father was behind him. Mm-hmm. And then like I walk into this kind of attic area wherein there's an old lady and then a young lady. Okay. Um, I don't know their names. I don't remember their faces. But I do remember that um, there were candles lit. It mm-hmm. was it was a very busy area. Like there's like things on the floor that I didn't understand. I don't know if it's… Like it's, symbols it's just or just stuff? No. Just stuff like paper, okay. cardboard, uh, a bunch of like stones and stuff. I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then um, they have a conversation and like whispers with my mother. And then they they pull out like a basin of water. And then they like bloop the candle into the basin of water. And then that was it. Because okay. then my my father and my brother were ushered out. They were like, okay, you guys can leave now. And we did. And we went to McDonald's. And I remember <laughs> having an ice cream. <laughs> a, a McDo- like a vanilla sundae from McDonald's. And then we played Good in the stuff. playground. Good stuff. No, I want milk. Uh, yeah, deba. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream, tapas me french fries, and then me apple yes. pie. Yes. Mm. Yes. Hashtag not sponsored. McDonald's. Bahanaman. Bahanaman. Grimcast. McDonald's. Well, that would be so awesome, though. I don't know if that's on brand for them. <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween, why not? Yeah, that's so, true. I will order. I think I'm going to order after this. Thanks a lot. Okay. I'm so sorry, but you're welcome, McDonald's, for the money. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, go on. <laughs> it's okay. Uh after the McDonald's trip, um, we went back to the house, Aww. but like I didn't go up anymore. My mother went down and I went into the car. And then we drove back home. So I have no idea what they talked about. I have no mm. idea what happened. Mm. But when we did get home, um, I remember waking up from a nap and I was I was all alone in the room and I got scared because like, why am I alone? Where, mm. where, where's the rest of my family? Mm. And then I look out the window and then I see my mother and my brother were by the tree. Mm-hmm. And then they were burning something. Mm-hmm. And then I got really mad at them because I was like, why'd you guys leave me alone? You could have woken me up to take me with you. Mm. But then my mom said, no. Sabi ka sinong nagturo sa akin. Okay. Yeah. And my brother was with her because um, of my brother's issues, the man with the tree. <laughs> yeah. Sounds so, like they got into a pretty heated fight or something. Um, I, no, it, it was like uh, my, like my mom was burning something for my brother specifically. And I wasn't allowed near the tree while that was happening is how she explained it to me. Mm. 
So I don't know the details, but I'm just like, okay, uh, is this normal? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. That sounds really si- so. Sorry, is that where where that where that story ends, or like? Yes. Okay. So I do actually have a similar story, and it's in this house where I'm in right now. Ooh. And it's with um, PV's brother. Um, something about, I don't know the specifics, but I think the tree is still here. I'm glad mm. I don't know which specific three. Yeah. I'm glad I don't know which specific tree because I wouldn't be able to like keep recording in a very chill way. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> surrounded by them. But yeah, something apparently like, um, uh, something like they they were pretty, they were much younger. And I think the brother did something like, accidentally hit it with something or like threw mm. something at it. I, I don't know, just kids being kids, I guess, like playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like suddenly he got super, super sick, like super sick. And like nothing would bring his fever down. And people mm. were like, why are you, why are you this sick? Like paracetamol wouldn't bring it down, whatever they did, it wouldn't bring it down. And then I think they like consulted with someone or they had like a house help from the province who said, now you know something's like he did something and you need to make amends. And mm. instead of burning something, um, which is, I guess, what your mom and your brother were told to do, my the, his his parents were told to offer some food. Ah. Okay. So I think his dad bought a pizza <laughs> and then just kind of left it at the tree. Mm-hmm. And the next day the pizza was gone. So to be fair, it could have been cats or rats. I mean, yeah, you know, or dogs. Yeah, or dogs. I mean, whatever, whatever. Some something, someone got a free pizza out of it, and yeah, he mm-hmm. got better after that. And um, I don't know, I don't know what's up with you know things that live in trees and like giving people fevers. I think it's just a matter of like um, respect at this point. Like, I wouldn't throw rocks at anybody's house. That's also just, true. Yeah. Like if I had the power to give people like fevers and somebody like toilet papered my house or like threw rocks at it or like, I don't know, destroyed a part of it. I would, I would totally like sick that superpower on them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, it, it's kind of fascinating knowing that most of the superstitions that we have really just is rooted in respect for nature. Mm. Like, yeah. You know, um, don't be too loud at night. Not mm-hmm. not because it's, you know, you, you'll attract the encantos, but really it's to be respectful. The animals are sleeping, people are sleeping, things like that. So you have to get up in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Oh, and there was like another time where they had, still in the same house here, they had um, <laughs> a helper who I think like uprooted a bunch of plants because I think she oh. thought she was cleaning. Uh, okay. And then she got a fever. No. Yeah. I don't know what they did. I think she apologized or, or I don't know what she did. But yeah, that kind of was just in weirdly close proximity to each other from her doing that. So I don't, guys, don't uproot plants. Don't throw stones at trees. I would probably be the worst person in a horror movie because, like, I, you, like what if it's like a cabin in the woods scenario and you get to the to the 
to the summer cabin and it's like all dilapidated like evil dead type shit i would be the person in the group who'd be like no i'm just <laughs> gonna hang out in the gas station or like actually go home like y'all can like walk into this den of murder and ghosts <laughs> i don't know just anyway. like this isn't the photo in the airbnb <laughs> i'm I leaving my money back <laughs> i've actually like refused to stay at um places that turned out like way creepier than they were supposed to mm-hmm. like i would rather like sit on the sidewalk for a couple hours trying to look for a different place to sleep than to sleep in a place that i could probably be murdered in by ghosts i don't know that's smart uh that's actually like one of the concerns that i have whenever i have to like look for a place to stay mm-hmm. uh, when i was looking for like a place to live in i was mm apartment hopping so I was looking mm. at the rent and then I would go over to see like uh, is there any problem with like plumbing mm. like is there mm. actual signal of like globe <laughs> there because that's an issue mm-hmm. and then hey, globe what's up globe <laughs> <back> naman. <laughs> and then I would take photos and then I would get my more sensitive friends to look at them and I just go does this feel off is there a ghost in there because <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. like if I pay the down payment and then it ends up being hella haunted. Sayang yung one year, diba? <laughs> That's also true. Did any did did you ever get feedback from any friends looking at photos saying like, hey, maybe not this one? No, no man. It's just more of uh they would just go, uh, it looks okay, but I personally don't like the color of the walls. Uh for ghosts, man, I don't think there's anything like life or death threatening. So yeah. Right. But that's something that people in like real estate should should like consider more. Like put it in the listing. Not haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely free of weird vibes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or like if you're going to go apartment hunting, bring a friend with their Mm. third eye open just to be safe. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe, you know, if the rent is too too low, maybe start. And then it's like super nice. Like start asking questions, you know. That's true. That's true. It's like newly renovated, but they're, there's a stench that you can't pinpoint where it's coming from. Don't don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> or like random times. It smells like rotten eggs. Or like it smells like some pagita. <laughs> Though I feel like smelling flowery scents is less threatening than smelling things that smell bad and you can't explain where they're coming from. Yeah. Oh, I have a story for that. Ooh, go ahead. Okay. Um, so even though my father Drove my mother to the Albulario. He's mm-hmm. still very much a skeptic. He doesn't. Mm. He will never admit that he believes in this shit. Mm. Even though it's just kicking him in the face. <laughs> right. So I remember one time um, my mother was walking around the house and she was sniffing because she smelled something bad. She was like, that we knew. Mm. And she tried looking like in the rooms to see where the scent was coming from. Like, mm. is, is it the dog? Um, is there a dead somebody, rat yeah, Is there a dead rat? Is there rotting food? Did somebody hide snacks in the bedroom? <laughs> Things like that. Uh-huh. And my mother was um, very vocal and like was asking people in the house like, uh, mm. And mm. then my father uh, just joked and he just told her, To insinuate <laughs> he, she has bad breath. What a sweet uh, guy. Yeah, classic. And then… <laughs> Weeks after, my dad's okay. pissed. He's walking oh. around the house. 
he's like f- trying to flush all of the toilets and then he's trying to blame it on us. They're like, it's like, mga anak mo hindi marunong mag-flush ah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> apparently he can smell something really, really bad. And then my mom just looks at him and goes, de malapit lang yung bibig mo sa ilong mo. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, you could smell it for like three, four days, a week or something. Uh, that's what happened to my mom. She could smell for like a week and then it stopped. And then it latched onto my dad. And then I but, asked, I was like, what is that? Explain uh-huh. it to me. I want to know the supernatural explanation for it. Uh-huh. And then my mom said, oh, well, my understanding, according to my lolas, is ganun yun pag pinagtutripan ka ng kapre. Because the scent is, it's like piss and rotting mangoes. And the tree that is there with the lady is a big mango tree. Ah, so, I see. Yeah. I see. Why does it have to be pissed though? Oh, is that why your dad was walking around flushing toilets? Yes, that's why he was flushing toilets because he thought it was the toilets. But like somebody peed and didn't flush and it's yeah. like stank in the whole house now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, sense. Fun. <laughs> sense. Fun. Also incredibly irritating. Like I don't know why, but I'm like super sensitive to scent. Ooh. Like something like wafts and I'm just like, it's that. Someone farts. <laughs> like I can smell it from across the room. So yeah, scent super like I feel like and sometimes I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but you'll just get like a random like um whiff of flowers, but there are no that, flowers nearby. That doesn't happen to me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. But, yeah. <laughs> but like some there are there have been times that I don't know well, it's been a while, but like I, do you remember how wakes smell like? Like candles and biscuits and flowers. And flowers, right? But it's yeah. like this specific type of flower that it's like, yeah. it's almost like this overpoweringly flowery scent. Like, I'm a flower and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I kind of, like sometimes, not all the time, I just like randomly smell that, that flowery scent. And I'm pretty mm. sure there are none of those types of flowers nearby. And I'm like in an enclosed room. And I'm like, huh. Wonder what that is. <laughs> I'm just going to turn on some Netflix. And like watch <laughs> something stupid. Yeah. Some so people that. have um, different sensitivities when it comes to mm. like supernatural stuff. So I think you're just more sensitive to scents. I would like rather not be sensitive to like <laughs> anything. Like I'm good, guys. <laughs> um... Yeah, but I, I I have been told that as a child, I was sensitive to like seeing like all, the whole shebang. Mm. But I don't remember it and I don't want to remember it. I've said this like a, a billion times on the show and our listeners are probably bored of that. But um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see anything. I don't want to hear anything. Like I'm good. And I remember maybe sometime in grade school, high school, like purposefully thinking that I, I, I remember there's, hmm, I remember there's a time like I li- I was randomly, I imagined an eye on my forehead just closing. Oh. And that I was closing it. Nobody told me to do that. Um, no, like I didn't read it anywhere, but like I felt like it was the right thing to do for what I wanted to happen. Mm. And like to this day, it's been good. <laughs> at, at least seeing wise. I think is, young Antoinette was just like, 
you know what? <laughs> I have a plan. Yeah. It seems like a good plan. We're going to survive. Let's fix this once and for all. <laughs> and you're yeah, like five. <laughs> no, I remember I was like probably 10-ish. 10, 11. Ah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like at that time, it just like made perfect sense. Sense. Yeah, you I don't, don't like what you see, close your eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, back to you now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you have um, a particular memory or a particular experience that creeps you out the most? Mm. Oh, at work. Like, <laughs> okay, at work. I used to work at a call center and I used mm-hmm. to be in the night shift. I wasn't taking calls. I was actually helping... Um, with the training session, like the training mm-hmm. part of the call center thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means we were screening trainees. Um, mm-hmm. And then if they had any lapses with their English, their pronunciation or their understanding of the grammar, that's where we kind of like set things straight. Um, this is also the part of the employment session wherein we try to get all of their information straight out. Mm. Like, okay, do you have your SSS, your BIR, your stuff like that. HR. Um, HR stuff, yeah. We had a trainee who... It was very, um, she was starting to act really weird to the point that it was keeping the other trainees. Um, okay. It escalated to the point that some of the trainees said they didn't want to be in the same group with her when they're grouped into activities. They don't want to be in the same class with her. So um, at some point, um, her trainer did just kind of like decide, okay, maybe this employment isn't going to work out. So maybe we'll have to... Um, mm cut this here while it's still on the mm. earlier stages. And then, um, so they go into like a conference room. So it's a very small room. Um, mm-hmm. There's a computer, there's a trainer, and then there's a trainee. And then the door has a glass window, just so you mm-hmm. know, there's no complete privacy that mm. people would be doing weird things. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then people on the floor know what's, well, you know, the people in my department know what's going on. And then mm. they, she asked us to kind of keep an eye on her and the room itself, just in case something goes down, something escalates, maybe she starts oh crying or God. maybe she gets violent. Um, you know, um, people don't really take termination well. So it, it's something that you ki- kind of like want to keep an eye on. So okay. she, uh, our, our fellow trainer asked us to keep an eye on the door, keep an eye on the room with her. And then the the men of our department was like, Sige, kami bahala. Sige. And uh, they were trying to be discreet about it. They, we uh-huh. were just like, we would pass around the door just to see if the conversation was going well. Just like hover. Yeah, just hover. Um, and then, you know, she gets fired. She takes it okay na man. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then when the trainer comes back in with us, she briefs us on what happened. She's like, oh my God, she said this, she said that. I felt so bad. Ganyan, ganyan. The conversation got really weird. Ganyan, ganyan. And then one of our trainers, who, one of the guys went into the room because he knows that it's done now. He saw it go down. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, okay, I'm glad I didn't have to step in. Who was the guy with her, by the way? Was that her what? dad? What? That's, that's what he said. What? And then we, she was, our, the fellow trainer was like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I passed by to check up on you guys. Several times, actually, I passed by. And then I saw that behind her, the chair, was like an old guy just standing. Like, mm. I thought it was maybe like her dad or um, her asawa or something. Mm. And then we had to clarify, no, no, it was just her. It was just her alone. So, that's fun. 
Nothing. What? What? Okay. Is it okay to ask what kind of weird stuff she was doing? Like, what was what was she doing that was making people uncomfortable? Um. Well, since it's an English kind of like training thing, we would mm. encourage them to speak. And that means we would ask them questions about themselves. Mm. And sometimes the questions are like really basic. Like, what's your favorite color? Mm. Um, what's your favorite memory? Things like that. And she would mm. get into like really weird stories. Um, something like, oh, my favorite color is ganyan. Because my mother, before she died, ganyan ganyan. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. And then there was stories about like a baby that she had to give up. And uh, w- we didn't know if it was, if it would be rude to like probe. So we kind of mm. just leave it at that. Like, okay, thank you very much for sharing. And then we move on to the next person. It's not a mm-hmm. private conversation. It's a yeah. It's a class lesson. So, um, <laughs> oh, no. And then apparently it also got to the point where and she got really attached to one of the other trainees, um, Nagai. Okay. Uh, she had a crush on him. And um, she would make it a point to try to be part of the same group if there was a group activity. She would look for him during breaks and the guy actually started feeling off because she would say things like, Oh yeah, ano yung, yung kasama kong lalaki, ano, patay na kasi siya, pero pwede naman kayo magpalit ng pwesto. Like, things like that. And I don't know what? if she has something um, mentally. Maybe it's, she's a schizophrenic. Maybe she's uh, going through some sort of psychosis. So we just chalked it up. Okay. Um, we don't know how to handle this person. That's maybe a good time to kind of like draw the line. But, 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 but. So yeah. she said, oh, yung kasama kong lalaki, pwede kayong magpalit. And then yeah. you said that um, when she was getting fired, a colleague of yours was passing by and there was a dude. Yeah, yeah. When I actually told my mother this story, like I came home that night and I was debriefing her on what happened. <laughs> my mom felt really sad. I was like, why was wrong? She was like, well, nahirapan siyang kumuha ng trabaho because may, may sumama sa kanya, may nakalatch on sa kanya that's making life oh. difficult for her. And that's really sad. You know what? That's kind of true. Because, yeah. I mean, you were saying that some of her kwento is like TMI, but like sounds like really Very tragic. Like yeah. sad, tragic. Yeah. Oh, wow. I hope she's exactly. okay. Me too. Uh, we did try to get her help. Like um, during mm. the employment process, we were trying to see if we could set her up with a place to live if she mm. was, wasn't was in a good place or set her up with like healthcare services. She had healthcare um, during her stay there in mm-hmm. Um But, you know, it, it was it was at a point where and it was kind of not in our hands anymore because we also mm. had lives to live. Yeah, and we didn't really know. Yeah. This she she wasn't like a young girl or anything. She at the time she was probably like in her thirties, a thirty right. like late thirties. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it was starting to make other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and like, and the guy, the poor guy that she was kind of stalkering. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I've had some pretty interesting stories about the workplace on this show. Mm. Um. But so you said that you were sort of in a call center setup. And yeah. I've had stories as well, like in call centers where it's like on the night shift, there's like this, it's like this weird twilight world um, of fluorescent lights and just weird stuff happens. Did you, have you ever had anything like weird happen to you on the night shift while you were working this job? 
Yes, the first day I started my job. <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome to your first day. Right? Um, we, uh, I was asked to come over at the night. So I was like, mm. oh, I guess they're putting them in a night shift. Okay. Mm. And they were just like telling me, okay, these are the rooms. This is where the pantry is. Um, mm. Try to like um, sit in on the training lessons as much as you can. And then this is like what you have to do. Mm. And so since I wasn't part of the trainees, I was outside of the rooms more than they are. And then on my first night, I remember walking through the pantry and then, um, you know, seeing, observing, looking at like where the microwaves are and stuff. And then I went back into our like debriefing room where everybody's there, all of the trainees, uh, sorry, Mm -hmm. trainers like me. And then I looked for my supervisor And Mm. then I looked her in the eye really happily. And then I said, wow, I didn't know you guys allowed kids here. Just Mm. in case people had like nobody to uh, leave their kids with at night. Because it's the night shift. Um, It was like a daycare situation. Yeah, I thought it was okay to bring like one kid. Maybe Mm. if like wala maga-alaga. If you really couldn't find a nanny. And you know, you can't really leave kids at night. Mm. Um, So I thought, okay, uh, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Na pwede palang magdala ng bata dito if walang bantay sa bahay. Mm. And then my supervisor looked at me mid-snack. She was like, saan ka nakita ng bata? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, andun, sa pantry, nakaupo. Nakapigtails pa nga eh. Nadaanan ko. And then she was like, bawal bata dito. <laughs> Dati and... pwede, pero it was distracting. So, bawal na daw. And I was like, ah, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, did, did you like find out what that was? Was that kid still there? Oh no, uh, when I passed the pantry again, wala na naman dun yung kid. I, I don't think I saw the kid again. But cool. um, the building was old, so it was obviously hmm. haunted. Nothing new. Was it like in a central business district? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in uh, Makati. Like one of the old ah. buildings in Makati, yeah. I also used to work in an old building in Makati. Mm-hmm. And… Mm-hmm. I kid you not, the furniture in the office probably from the 70s. It was probably the original furniture that that office had in the 70s when it was put up. And I used to put a lot of late nights. And the thing is, my desk was really nice because it it was right in front of a window and I could see like a lovely view of the skyline. But at night, it turns into a mirror. It does. Yeah. So basically, if I'm facing facing the window and it's turned into a mirror, I can see everything behind me. Yeah. And it's super creepy. And so I kind of just took to like playing a lot of Carly Rae, like really loud. <laughs> I'm just like, or, or like Robin, just like party dance music, good vibes. Just because we used to have our, our company driver, um, he, driver slash messenger, he would stay there during the week because like he mm. lives in the province. So he stays in the office during the week and just like, you know, sleeps there. And he's like, he told me that, oh yeah, um, sometimes when I sleep here, there's like a kid. Um, Sometimes when I like go around at night to fix stuff, someone's watching me like fix things and I can feel it over my shoulder. So there's a kid, there's a lady, there's a guy in a barong. And (laughs) I just want to do my overtime in peace. (laughs) Overtime na nga eh. I don't get paid to like deal with mumu. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so yeah the higher the higher your pay should be higher the more haunted the building is that should Hazard be part of pay, the no? yeah 
hazard. Night shift ka, so you get night differential and hazard pay for the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that's what you would call like your creepiest like story so far. The lady at the call center. Mm, no. No. Okay. But okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. L- l- let's let's put that. But then I have like one that I think is on par with it. Do tell. But are you sure? I might be taking up a lot of the time already. <laughs> no, don't worry. Okay. I mean, this this is you are the guest of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know how it feels when somebody sits beside you in bed? Yeah, like um, you know, it kind of moves and you feel yeah. like it sort of slants down the mattress or something. Yeah, you feel the weight. Mm. Um I felt uh, I knew it was a man's weight just because like you know, you know the difference between like if it's a dog that sits beside you, if it's oh, yeah, a kid, yeah. and then if it's a guy. Um, I was sleeping and then I felt something sit on my bed. Mm. Um, and it's very similar to the sit sit story. Okay. My initial reaction is pa. Mm. Nobody okay. was there. Nobody was there. So you nobody was there. No- nothing, nothing. No one was there. Um, the house was all all mine. Like I mm. like that. The keys are mine. Nobody else had keys to the house. It was just me. Because um, I was living like at a separate house from my parents. <laughs> and then I went to sleep because that's mm. the kind of person I am. And the next day, I see my mom. We were making mm. food. And then I bring it up to her. I was like, hey, remember young house? that Because my parents used to live in that house. Mm-hmm. I, I brought it up to her. Hey, remember you guys used to, used to live there, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> And then my mom said, Oh my God. <laughs> Thanks for the warning, mom. Because <laughs> um, when she was pregnant with my brother, she had a similar okay. situation. Um, same house. She was sleeping and then she felt the weight of a man on the bed. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. her instinct was to grab onto my dad. Like right. sleepily, get out of the covers and then go in for a hug. She mm. hugged the air. <laughs> <laughs> And then she heard the keys jingling. And then she saw my dad was still just going into the house. So, hey. yeah. Uh, apparently, that I, I think that thing is still there. Um, yeah. It, it's kupal if it only does it to women though. It's just like poisoning for a hug. Yeah. Just it's just be hugged, guys. <laughs> he has to, let him find someone willing. Not like confuse <laughs> people. Consent is consent is more important, you guys. Even if yeah. you passed on, exactly. For, 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 for all our listeners, who will you know, all of us will eventually get there. If you turn into a mumu, consent is important still. It's true. It's true. Actually, I don't know if it's a person who passed on. I don't think it's a person. Um, I think it's eh? more akin to an encanto, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, consent applies to all. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. You know, you can't just be kidnapping people and dragging them into your tree netherworld. Mm-hmm. And taking their name. No. no. What? You know, the, 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 the fable. You know, if a fairy asks you, can I have your name, please? You okay. don't give them your name. Because the way it's worded, can I have your name, please? Oh. Instead, you answer them with, you may call me and then give them something to call you. You don't give them the name. The fairies, they trick us with the languages. Yes. <laughs> so now next time someone asks you for your name, please 
Just give them something to call you. Don't give them your name. Hmm. 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 Very interesting. I mean, important life lessons for when we can finally go out into the world again. And I don't know, after 25 bazillion years in this pandemic. Do you think the Encantos are happy that the world is relatively quieter? You know what? I bet. Mm. They're probably like, hey, it's chill. Let's party. I don't know. Like the the white lady sa Sampaguita Trisame UP is just like, <laughs> I miss the students. Where are they? Uh, maybe they maybe they were like us in the beginning of the pandemic where we were all like, yay, we get to stay home all the time and just like be at home and not have to go to work or deal with traffic. Mm-hmm. And then like X months in, you're like, hmm. There's I nothing to scare. Way, <laughs> yeah, I kind of miss the way things were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I miss the stories that people would tell about me. Yeah, yeah. now nobody gets to see me do my weird shit. Aw. Hey. Sad. Um, okay. And for, and last, kind of last question, sort of anything weird or creepy happened to you these days? Mm. Something pretty recent, Naman. Something recent. What is, uh, well, I did have something like this, actually. I was doing a Halloween event with friends online mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because pandemic. So we were all mm. doing it on Discord. Mm. Um, fun. And fun. And then I paid my friend Kat to be kind of like the medium of the night. Because uh-huh. she's… <laughs> pay, your, pay your witch friends, guys. Yes. She's, she's very sensitive to things and she knows um, some things. So I was like, hey, how much for your time for this night on Halloween? Mm. Um, mm. So she's there to like digest the stories that people would tell. And then if they have questions, like mm. she could answer if she could. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was telling them a story about my pet… my my deceased pet bird, pet Cecil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, should I tell you the story of my deceased pet Cecil? Yeah, if, if you like. I mean, if, if, if it's important to the story. Oh, basically, I, I got ghosted by a Cecil. <laughs> you got ghosted by a Cecil, and I'm assuming it's not a text, not uh, texting no, you back not. situation. Um, so my brother and I had a pet bird that, he won in those piece lot- lottery things after school. Right. And right, then right. we, yeah, we took care of it. Um, we were like putting away some of our allowance to be able to feed it. It was like walking around the house. It was eating bird food, chicken food, really. Um, it was playing and it was really loud because um, we have a very small house and it echoes. So we could hear that. Mm-hmm. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Mm. Um, and then uh, unfortunately, like the CCU grew to the point that it started getting white feathers instead of the pink one that it came in. Because pink? Uh, pink feathers. Was it for, died? Yes. The piso ah, CC would die. Right, thing. right. So it started getting like the white feathers because it was growing into um, an, actual dragon. an actual chicken. That's how long we took care of him. <laughs> and then my cousin comes over and accidentally drops her. Actually, I don't know what the gender of the Sisu is, but accidentally mm. drops the chick and it eventually got weaker and weaker to the point that it just couldn't move anymore. So I remember coming home from school and my brother was pissed. I was like, what's wrong? Why are you upset? Mm. Where's Bardi? We named it Bardi. Bardi? It's a Bardi. Yes. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, what's wrong? Why are you upset? And then my mom goes, oh, um, your cousin dropped Bardi and now Bardi's dead. 
So I was like, oh no. What? That's like the worst thing to come home and do. I know. And then I was like, okay, where's Bardi? And then apparently my brother did like a little funeral in a shoebox for Bardi mm. while I was at school. So mm. we were both just sad and upset. Um, and we were really upset at our cousin also, but we, we were kids. Mm. So mm. Um, the next day I come home and the first thing I asked my mom as I passed through the door was, Ma, may bago pa tayong sisiu? Mm. And then she goes, wala. And then I ask her, Narinig mo yun? Mm. And then she goes, Oh, go din ba? And in the house, what? we could still hear the chirping. Cheep, cheep, cheep. And we know it's Bardi. It's not like a bird out the window because it's literally from inside the house. And we could hear it like around the rooms. Mm. And my brother comes home after me mm-hmm. and he asked, us the, he asked the same thing the moment he entered the house. He was like, Ma, may bagong sisiu? Mm. And we had to explain, No, wala. And then so my brother was confused and upset. So he was like, but we multo tiny Bardi. And then my mother had to explain that. Ah, baka kasi hindi niya pa alam na patay na siya. So it's probably asking to play or, you know, trying to get your attention. I know. I'm so sad with this story. I know. So, rest in peace, Bardi. Rest in peace, Bardi. A lot of people know about you now because I love telling the story because, you know, mm-hmm. how, how often do you say na minulto ka ng sisyo? <laughs> yeah, what a concept though. But okay. And then what I, it so your medium friend. Right. I, I was telling this story um over Discord through a stream. We were streaming it so other people could hear the story also. And then my future my my medium friend just goes, Um, Eunice, did you like play sound effects of a bird chirping? Like right when you were telling the story? Right after, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, I don't have a sound effects keyboard or anything. It's just my microphone. And then people in the in the live stream were also chatting. They were like, I heard it too. I heard it too. And then they were putting the timestamp on it. And then uh, I listened to it again, actually. And there is like a light beep, beep, chirping. So <laughs> yeah, I, I try not to acknowledge it because I don't know if it's actually Bardi or if it's something pretending to be Bardi. Oh my God, that got dark <laughs> real fast, man. I'm so sorry. I don't <laughs> trust anything. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. I understand. I mean, fair enough. I mean, we'd like to survive this round of, is it Bardi? Mm-hmm. So I think that would be the most latest, like creepiest thing to happen. It was during pandemic and mm. um, I didn't expect something creepy to happen over the internet. Yeah. Ah, then I have just the Grimcast episode for you. Oh, please list <laughs> oh down the God. episode number. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know which one it is. But long story short, I was doing one of these things <laughs> and the, guy, the, the guest that I had on, um, he's super sensitive and like maybe forgot to tell me that whenever he talks to these things with other people, um, he kind of apparently he rubs off on them and gets the makes them sensitive too in that moment that they're talking mm-hmm. to him. And basically, it's like right now when we're in Zoom and I see the back of his room and all that, and I saw something that was not supposed to be there. Oh no! Was yeah. it scary looking? No, it wasn't. It was yeah. super like nondescript. It was yeah. like it was like nothing. And I thought I thought it was like, I mean, my listeners are so bored of the story already. <laughs> But um, basically, I thought it was a house helper because oh, it was yeah. like she was just wearing a white shirt, a low pony. And I thought and that she kind of just like it was her back was to the camera mm. and she just like peeked into the frame, grabbed something, was like rummaging along something and then left the frame. 
And then nung una gulat ako because I was like, oh, there's someone there pala. And then mm-hmm. after we ended, I was like, hey, by the way, is there anyone else in your room? And he was like, yeah, my partner is here. And the thing mm-hmm. is, I knew that his partner was a guy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, um, no, like someone else, like uh, maybe a helper. Um, she came in from the left side of the frame and she left. Um, and I said, out of curiosity, what does your partner look like? I don't know. And then he goes, um, he's like big, bald and wearing a sando. Ah. Uh. Maybe we should do these without the camera on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah, so that happened and that was during the pandemic. And then after that, I was just like, that is the season that I decided we're going to take a break between these things because I can't, I can't, I can't marathon these things anymore. No, no. Yeah. Unless you want to like move houses constantly, then no. No, 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 I'm good. No. I'm good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at <laughs> least it was on the other side of the camera, right? Um, mm-hmm. and he was pretty far away. But eventually the story ends that it's it's it ends up to be one of the friendly ghosts of the house uh, trying so- to see if she could be seen through a video chat. Oh, interesting. At least we have now confirmed it for them. Yeah, I don't know, but like because he said, because I told him what happened and he was like, oh, okay, that's probably her, but I'll ask her later why she popped up. Oh. And then I messaged him like a couple of days later and then he was like, yeah, she was just checking it out to see if she could be seen. So apparently she could. I wonder if that just- translates into like recorded video because video chat is like, you know, it's live, but like, I don't know mm. if it translates well if, it, if the feed was recorded. I don't know actually, because we don't record video. Yeah. We just do audio. Yeah. I don't don't know. Um, Right. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight, Eunice. It was a a lovely, spooky story-filled episode. And it's a great first episode for this season due out Holy Week. I hope people are sort of chilling at home. It's pretty quiet. And sorry. And getting creeped out. Um, (laughs) At this point, Nice. Is there anything you want to share with the good people of the internet? What are you up to? What is Husmile up to? What are you doing these days? Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, hello, people of the internet. If you guys are interested in me as a person and in uh, like the stuff that I do, I do music and I do comics and you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Husmile. That's H-U-H smile. Um, I have song releases and comics and also ghost stories over on Twitter sometimes during Halloween. So remember to check me out there if you guys want to see more of my stuff. Thank you. Yay. Yay. And out of curiosity, why is it Husmile? Uh, okay. It's my, <laughs> it was my username in Ragnarok. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. I respect mm. that a lot. Mm. Most people would like be like, oh, my username when I was in high school was so cringe, but I just rolled with it. I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to talk about my username because it was a it was a moment mm. in my life. <laughs> Underscore Sakura 32. <laughs> Angel yeah, there XXX. Were like, there were like numbers. There was like, I don't know. It was a thing. It was a moment in time that we... It's okay. We, I'm, I'm just really glad there was no social media. At mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antoinette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila and join our group 
over on Facebook. It's called Grimcast, a group for ghosts and ghouls. Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about our other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash bigbabystudios. Catch you in the next one. Thank you.